Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Thursday edition of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson from his Hello. home studio today. Yeah. Hello, Don McLean producing for us. Oh my gosh, Don. Why have you been hiding this from us? What? The talent that yeah, your daughter is, possesses. It's inappropriate that you wouldn't lead and tell us this on Monday. <laughs> oh. We should have known about this because your daughter is unbelievably gifted artistically. She is. She, um, you know, she's a tattoo artist. Um, you can follow her. It's hard to explain her. If you go to my Instagram, you can find her. It's beautiful. Oblivion is her name, but it's spelled weird. Um, but she, I, I could link it up too in our oh, show that's links great. today. Yeah. Uh, so uh, she entered. A, she's always entering contests for artwork. Like she last year um, entered a contest for Adidas. Wanted a new you to design a shoe for them. I mean, she's been trying to win art contests through different companies that like to put things out on Instagram. It gets them hits, and then also you vote on there. So uh, this last one she entered was. Um, Reference 87, it's a New Zealand company who does tattoo supplies. It's a supply company. But their Instagram, what they use is um, they put up things that people can reference to tattoo on people. So they did a contest. She made it to the top 12, then the top six, and then the top three. And now she's won. She won an international contest. This is incredible. I'm looking at what she won for. She said it was a, this is what she's been doing. During quarantine, yeah, Can you she hasn't painted in a year. Is this like the the medium? That's what I'm having trouble understanding. Oh, sure. What a, am I looking at? Because it's, it's an like acrylic a, painting, isn't it's, it? It is an acrylic painting, but it's done on a skateboard. <gasps> oh, okay, that helps. What she does is she entered a different skateboard uh, art contest uh, last year as well. It's just something she likes wow. to do. It's kind of a neat format, and people that use that. Cool they skateboard. hang them on their walls. Yeah, so. This is an acrylic painting, and it's it's very photorealistic. It's um, uh, it looks like a photo. Um, it, it is difficult to paint with acrylic because it dries quickly, as opposed to oil. So if you're mixing oils, it's you can blend them easier, and it's easier to get this look. But it takes some real skill. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is no part of this? Some part of this has to be a photo. Photo? No, none it's of it is all a, photo. a painting. Un. Believable. So, so you, you, we'll link it up so that you can see it. But for someone yep. who's not at their computer right now, um, here's how I would describe it. Um, I would describe it like a, a, a skull with 
melting caramel dripping honey, off I of think. the skull. Mm-hmm. Okay, dripping honey off onto, and then there's a person beneath the skull with like a w- what looks almost like a bald head, and then mm-hmm. it's just dripping all over this person. It's it's a kind. It's like the kind of thing I've never seen this before, and it looks so photorealistic. Yes. And then to now piece this together, I was looking at it this morning, and I was like, "Did she do this? Is this to to scale? What what did she do this on?" Now to realize that it's a skateboard is really cool. It's it's unbelievable. And then I started scrolling on your daughter's Instagram because I'm just so fascinated by people who um, who can draw and paint and bring things from nothing to life. And she's got really cool stuff. Yeah, I'm so proud of her. Well, you should be absolutely. The Stan what? Lee thing that she did is oh yeah, that was good too. Incredible. Yeah. What is um, what do you think was the inspiration behind this? Because it's it's weird. It is weird. Super weird. <laughs> well, I can tell you this: her boyfriend, she met gaming actually okay. online, and he is a beekeeper. He used to be a beekeeper okay. in uh, in California and moved to Missouri to be with her. She's very adventurous like this. That's great. This is the time to do it is when you're young. And he was a beekeeper. So she does a lot of things with honey hives and bees for him. Okay. I also know that, um, he had uh, someone in his past who died of cancer. So I Mm. believe that this is a combination of those two things. Um, so, you know, art is subjective and I, I saw a comment on, the post of the the company that does this, it said, I like the second one, but I don't understand why there's a skull there. It just looks like she just put that there because she wanted a skull in the painting. It doesn't make sense. Oh, it's like, my well, gosh. <laughs> yeah, just It's don't. like I had to refrain from you mom can't. chiming in. and Yeah, but yeah. thank you to all the My Talkers who voted because I feel like that helped push her. Oh, that's they voted. so cool. And a My Talker bought the original. Oh my God! Now that's really, really? cool. That's yes. full circle. That's awesome. And then other my talkers have asked her for they wanted to buy it as well, and I think she's going to make prints. So oh, that's, oh, that's so, so cool. great, Dawn. By the Congratulations. way, as I as I scroll on her page, uh, one that jumps out to me this tattoo of uh, Spyro the Dragon, which yes. a, a game that I never played. And always wanted to play, and recently was looking at what game should I play with my kids, and Spyro was popping up in these old reviews. And it's, like, so whimsical, and there's so many colors. And I, what you might not know, Don, am I saying that I am equally as good as your daughter? You're going to have to be the judge of that. But recently, um, I've been trying to learn how to sketch, and I just, when I was a kid, wanted to get into art. And so I that leaves me always so fascinated with people, especially when people can oh, yes. bring faces to life where you can look at something that started blank and then you see either this person that you recognize a famous character or just something totally created and it's i just find it mesmerizing so i quite like spyro yes (laughs) full circle so i have a question did she go to art school she went to uh, Missouri State for a year, and sh- her major was just art, and okay. she didn't know what area she wanted to go into. Then she was like, Mom, I feel like I am being pushed into graphic design, which I don't want to oh, do, yeah. because they're just not very encouraging when it comes to finding your way as an artist, and I right. feel like I'm wasting my money. I want to be a I want Freehand. to I want to go to culinary school and I'm like okay switch so she dropped out of regular university 
went to culinary school, school learned to mold chocolate because she's also huh. a pastry oh my chef. Gosh. She's a pastry wow. chef. You guys are so interesting. And so then she really wanted to, as her dream, be a tattoo artist. So she finally found somebody who would um, be an, so she could be an apprentice. Because that's really the only way you can get into that industry. Sure. And then she sort of uh, made her own way. Now she has her own tattoo shop. That's wow. incredible. Her, That's awesome. Her own, and she's so smart with money that I'm so glad she listened to me. She opened a Roth IRA. Get it, nice. girl. Get it, yes. girl. Yeah, she, she's Come all on. good with her taxes. She has a tax yes. accountant. She's uh, all legal. I'm like, oh, oh this girl. is a proud mama moment. I know. I feel so bashful bragging like this, but you no. it's no. nice whenever your kid goes from like, are you going to clean your room today to somebody who <laughs> owns their own business and has saved, a Roth IRA. She saved 30 grand to open her business. And wow. I'm oh my like, gosh, oh. that's awesome. Well, congratulations to her. It's really captivating the artwork that she won this uh, contest out of New Zealand on. And uh, like uh, Donna said, we'll link up so that yep, any my talkers just go peruse her Instagram page. It's really, really interesting. Absolutely. So during the commercial break, I will get that up for you. Just go to the Donna and Steve show page at mytalk1071.com. Click on show links. Um, yeah, awesome. When we come back, <laughs> I'm trying uh, to get her to move here. Yes, oh, yeah. that's come on up step. here. Yeah, We've got a great art scene. Come on. We'll all get tattoos. It'll <laughs> be great. Uh, Steve's got some things that made him go, huh? We'll go from really inspiring art to me answering this question. Why do we call hot dogs hot dogs? Hmm. We'll answer that and more after the break on My Talk 1071. It's the Donna and Steve Show. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, hey. producer Don McLean. Don, you feel warmed up now that you yeah. did the morning show? Yeah, Does that kind of right. loosen you up? That's right. And then you're ready to go. Feeling tight. Uh, this is going to be Don's. <laughs> I don't know. Producer tight. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, I don't feel good. Um, this is going to be Don's first time being here for our Throwback Thursday music trivia, as uh -huh. Donna was alluding to, coming up in hour three at 1130. Oh. It's where I quiz Donna on a uh, variety of different bits of musical trivia from years gone by. She's, uh, we never let you get an answer wrong, Donna, right? I that mean, is technically, correct. technically, you've never answered a question incorrectly. Technically. Really? Yep. Well, That's great. I, I am not very good at on-the-spot, on-the-fly trivia, yeah, as just, we know from... Yeah, just wait. Give it time. You'll see. You'll, you'll, you'll see. <laughs> oh. It's, it's kind of like how kids who play Little League all get a trophy. Yeah. Oh. It's very fluid. Oh. Very fluid. The, the, the hints are uh, liberally given. Yes. To the point where we're actually sounding out words. Yes. If it was Michael Jackson, the final oh. hint would be my, my, and I'd be like my, no, 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 my car, car my car, and I'd be like my, my, my calling, my call, Michael, Jack, 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 yeah, it's really, oh. no, it's something else it's coming good. up at eleven thirty today. Things that make you go. Do you guys know why hot dogs are called hot dogs? Um, no. I never no. knew. No. I always just, I don't know, I just sort of accepted it and just called them hot dogs. I feel like I this may have come up sometime in my lifetime, but I don't recall. Here's how this 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 reads. Uh, sausages, which would kind of be like technically in the family, a hot dog would be in the family of sausages. Sausages have been commonly referred to as dogs since the 1800s. 
due to a belief that sausage makers used dog meat in their sausages. Okay, okay. Consumption there of dog meat was common in Germany up to the early 1900s, so these suspicions were occasionally justified. But there is uh, no dog meat in any modern sausage. Thank God. Yeah. Oh boy. Right? Is that so that's Labrador? literally why it's called a hot dog. So it's called a hot dog. Well, I think we need up. to get a changed.org thing going where we can. Just wieners. I don't like I'm that at all. Can't do wiener. No, I'm a big fan of the word <laughs> wiener. Huge fan of it. I like to call like if someone's being, you know, just a troublemaker or dumb or whatever, I like saying that guy's a total wiener. I do not like to eat wieners. To say, like, does anybody want wieners? Like, there are people. Don on this and I planet. are both raising our hands. Okay. Wieners, 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 wieners. There are people who, with a straight face and almost unaware of the double entendre, will just say at a cookout, "How many? How many people want wieners?" And I just think these squares, those those people squares. are wieners. <laughs> Wait, wieners. you think it's okay to call a person a wiener? That's yes. not square. No. That's super. That's what? cool. Yeah. But to say, because then I know I'm calling you when was a wiener. The last time you checked the cool handbook, it's been probably since before I became a dad. Yeah, go back. Okay. <laughs> no, but wait a minute. If you if this guy comes walking through and he's just being a doofus, you could be like, look at this wiener. But then you don't come in, and then I know what I'm calling him. I'm calling him a wiener. But I don't want you to come in and say, hey, I just turned the grill on. Uh, who wants wieners? No, dad. Could you please just let me hang out with my friends? <laughs> Weenies is also bad. Yeah. Okay. We'll let you have it today, Steve. Thanks. You knew I needed that. Yep. <laughs> now this on currency. During World War II, the United States government recalled all paper currency, all dollar bills that were circulating in Hawaii. They took them all back, and then they replaced it with notes that were stamped with Hawaii. This was so that in the event of a Japanese invasion of Hawaii, all currency captured would be easily identifiable and would be rendered worthless. Oh, that's a great idea. Who knew? That's a good idea. I didn't know. Huh. I got this one now. This is going to make us all a little bit sad. Yesterday we told you that uh, MTV, former MTV VJ and MTV News guy Kurt Loder turned 75 a couple days ago, which just... It's just a jagged little pill to swallow. Uh, how about this to make us feel old? Cells in your retina decline in sensitivity as we age, meaning that the color blue appears washed out as the years pass. In short, the sky actually was bluer when you were younger. One more time. It took me cells. a second to... Ab- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Absorb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cells in the retina decline mm-hmm. in sensitivity as we age. You know, vision okay. gets worse, yep. meaning that the color blue specifically appears washed out as the years pass. So, so in short, that means that if you remember the sky actually looking bluer when you were a child, mm-hmm. it was. Oh, wow. Oh, things that make you go. <laughs> Don't encourage. I can't help this is it. great. I'm loving week one with Dawn is doing <laughs> wonders for my morale. Mm-hmm. Because it's almost like I didn't I didn't realize how long you had been um, tearing me down, Donna. And now, <laughs> and now like this new girlfriend is here and I'm like, she laughs at my jokes. This is great. I know. I gotta give her the rule book. I know. Well the unfortunate part is Still the two the of printer. you know no matter what studio I'm in, if I if I'm there in the little auxiliary studio or if I'm here at the home studio, you two will always have eye contact, which means in time this will be very bad for me. Yep. Oh no. Um, in 2002, the band Creed put on such a bad show at the Allstate Arena in Illinois oh. that a two million dollar class action lawsuit was filed on behalf of all the fans in what? attendance. How bad could it have been? Large as her, a new new. Now, when that. was this? What is it? When he was a drunk? Uh, 2002. Was Scott oh. Stapp, was he, oh, he had some battling some addiction issues. back then? He's okay now. That's good. Oh, okay. Okay. Just so you know, I did make eye contact with Dawn to let her know. Not, not to, to acknowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I did cover my mouth because I was going to laugh at that. Yeah. <laughs> Steve. This could go on for a while. Have you ever heard his Marlin song? I'll have to send that to no. you. <laughs> no, well, he did. A, he did. A, he did a song for the the Marlins. For the Florida Marlins, yeah, the baseball Florida team? Marlins. Yes. Let's play ball at No. We won't strike out, speech. It's double plays. Yeah, it's oh, legendary. <laughs> this is great. Uh, I'll have to find that. Oh for my us god! Please do. Mm-hmm. Oh man. <laughs> Let's play ball. We gotta go. Let's play ball. All right. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. What do you guys uh, want to talk about? <laughs> we can talk about anything. Um, you know, I watched two more episodes of a documentary right now that I oh. suggest, whether or not you're interested in the topic, everyone should at least kick the tires on. Right. Um, I'll tell you. <laughs> Oh my God! Their Marlins theme song. This should be the anthem of the world right now. Oh, people have made so much fun of him. Oh. Even the Marlins fans. Oh my God! He's kind of like if you mention it to him, which I tried when I met him. He kind oh. of gets upset, and How I felt about, bad. Who's the other guy? That is it? Chad Kroger. Chad, yeah, yeah. from Nickelback. Nickelback. Do these guys tour together? I don't think so. But we lumped them. We lumped them into like the same space in our brains don't we yes yes oh that's too bad because he's a cute guy yeah he's been through a lot of ups and downs in his life yeah oh 
but uh, <laughs> sorry, pretty... dude, song real bad. He was um, very nice to the fans when I went to the concert, and aww. I did a meet and greet with him and fans, and they got to come to the sound check. So he is a nice guy. Um, Don, now you have to hear this. Wait, you have to hear this now that we're on Scott's staff. And I'll tell you about this cool documentary I'm watching that I think everybody should check out. Just put a link in there for you. Um, So you can play this right from the top. This is is my... It's not technically Scott's staff, but it... It's a guy impersonating him, and it's fabulous. Oh, okay. Right Here from the gates. If you haven't heard this yet, it's amazing. sings Cool for the Summer by Demi Lovato. Oh, no. Here we go. Tell me what you do, but it's liquor. It's okay. I'm a little scoop of day. Cheer on. Tell me if it's wrong, if it's right. I don't dare. But I can see you keep a caring. Creed. Got Creed. my mind on your boopy and your boopy on my dear. Got a taste of scoopy. I just need to take a beer. Yes, there you go. This is as if you're singing it. Drop for scoopy. We're crew for the newbies. There you go. God love me. Uh, so great. Oh, I saw that I on Twitter it. years ago. And it, <laughs> oh, <laughs> just God. Like, that's great. Oh, oh that's fantastic. Good is that your inspiration, Steve? Because I think say, it is. Yeah. <laughs> me, and, me and a friend, uh, my friend Gary, we would uh, impersonate him. We were impersonating him one time, like up north. We're on a lake and we're drinking beers and impersonating Scott Stapp. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> These next few years are going to be such a wild ride for me. <laughs> Sorry. It, uh, it serves me right. And then I heard that guy, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that guy's impersonating him just like we tried to. Was, the whole oh, thing. Anyway. that is fantastic. God, Scott, that Marlon's song that. also has a video of no. him singing. Oh, he did a full gosh. video with it, too, so you can find that pretty <sighs> easily on YouTube. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's great. He's doing well now. He's doing well. Yes. Um, I watched last night a couple more episodes of a documentary that uh, I get it kind of has a narrow uh, audience, especially when we're, we're here on my talk where we don't do sports much. I get that. But I think it's appealing to anybody because it's so well told. It's called The Last Dance. This is the Chicago Bulls documentary mm. that tells the story of the final season that Michael Jordan played on the Chicago Bulls, 97-98. It was their final championship that they won. They had won three championships in a row two separate times and this was six of six and uh it's really really well told it's getting espn crazy numbers like espn doesn't get like four and five million viewers they had six million viewers the last time that it was on which for them is just really massive but it's a really well told documentary because it just first of all it takes you back to the 80s and 90s and there's a killer soundtrack in it there's a lot of just old school hip-hop that takes you back in it, you know when a documentary picks just the right song for just the right oh, scene? Yeah. This documentary, people are saying like the soundtrack is the main star of this because when they set up the unfolding of a story that they're about to tell from the 80s or the 90s, they hit you with a song that transports you. Mm-hmm. And you're suddenly there and you're just, and you're you're all in. And what's cool is they do a, they do a really good job of telling you the whole story so that even if you weren't a fan of basketball, uh, in the 90s and didn't follow Michael Jordan, you would still be interested just because of how well they tell the story. But again, Jordan, I mean, he's still one of the biggest stars on planet Earth. And so there's the appeal of that. And he rarely does interviews. And this is 
far and away the most anyone has ever heard from Michael Jordan. And he is telling stories. And uh, I think they have it. I've mentioned this before. They aired on ESPN and ESPN2. I believe ESPN, they show it with mature language. So okay, there's just Jordan dropping question. F-bombs. And then uh, if you watch it on ESPN2, they'll, they'll just bleep them. But it is so good. And you know what I usually don't enjoy in a documentary? This is because of my attention span. Mm-hmm. Is anytime... Uh, Don, I've told you this before. Anytime they go back to like childhood, I'm like, okay, whatever. I get it. You had a tough start. Let's get to the good stuff that I know you from. And that's that is shows you how small of a person I am. But anytime that they take you back in time, it I I, I find it captivating. So it doesn't just tell you the story oh, of that final good. year. It sets you up for something that's going to happen in the final year. And then they pull up this timeline and it's like, and it goes back and then it stops at 1986 and then tells you why something that happened in 86 is very significant to what's about to happen in 1997. Is this all, this is a 10 part series? 10 part documentary of which they are through six parts and they do two episodes every Sunday night. So there's still question. Okay. Yeah. So two more weekends, um, but you can't have binge it, binged it yet. In fact, when they released it, I heard that the the guys behind this documentary essentially said, we haven't finished it yet. They rush ordered this because okay. it was supposed to come out, I believe, in the summer. And then ESPN said, everybody's at home. Can we get this ready in April during the quarantine? So they hadn't even finished the final couple of episodes yet. Um, I'm sure they have at this point. But no one, you know, it's kind of funny. We know how it ends. But right. no one knows how it went because we're getting access to this to a sports team that happened 23 years ago that Michael Jordan just okayed. He had okayed it back then and said, your camera crews can follow us the whole season. Oh. Unprecedented access. You'll get on the plane. You'll be in the locker room. You will get all this access. But it wasn't until um, a couple of years ago that he officially said, go ahead and make it make a documentary, but he didn't want it to be a one-off. So he wasn't looking for a two-hour or a 90-minute Netflix. He said, there's too much. We need to we need to be able to tell the story the right way. So now... And they say, yes, sir. You have the 10-parter <laughs> right, that right. finally comes. The last and, uh, dance. It's so good. On ESPN. Oh okay, yes. that's good to know. I, pr- I will probably check that out. It is on the list, just so you know. Um, oh, I So my roommate Jason and I, we were going to start on Ozark. Mm-hmm. Last night. And so we did. And I was the beginning. Yeah. Oh, I've watched two episodes prior to last night. Mm -hmm. But then I decided it's been a while. Let me go back. Did you watch it? Yeah, I love it. It's where I'm from. That's Is what I thought. You? Yeah, it's oh. Missouri, you know. Yeah, that's the lake. That's our lake. Oh, we go to. wow. And yeah. I, okay. I I only watched half of the first episode and in the spoiler, which is why I'm surprised to hear how you what you're feeling about this, Donna. This is the one that I fell asleep during. Surprise, oh. surprise. Yeah. And I woke up the next day and said to my wife, oh, what happened to that guy? And she was like, oh, he's dead. And I was like, what? Yeah. In the first episode? What? It's, first of all, there's I I was like, OK, I'm going to give this three episodes again. Jason he was just had his face in his phone the whole time. He's like, there's too much dialogue. Roomy Jason. Yes. And I go, yeah, I think they're just setting, setting up the story, you know? And he's like, I know, but I don't know about this show. And I'm like, I know. And I, it's very dark. Yeah. It's very, um, there's, there's stuff that I find hard to watch Mm. that Mm -hmm. I have like my hands over my eyes and I'm like oh god now what oh why are you doing that and I'm not sure I want to feel that way 
Oh, sure, sure right now. Because I watch a lot of dark stuff. You do. Like, and really sad stuff. I'm like, maybe I need something light. Mm. You know, like maybe go and watch The Good Place. Yeah. Or pick something like that. Um, I could tell the show is really good. I just don't know if that is the show Sometimes right you're now. not in the mood for certain things, you know? Yeah. 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 I get it. Well, um, you're... You're with the crowd here, Donna, in that you tried Ozark because there's this streaming search engine called Real Good. Yeah. And they have a list of the top TV shows that its users have watched for the first time since March 16th. So since the quarantine essentially began. Uh, so it was a first had to be a first time stream of the show. Ozark topped the list. The number one. It came in. It uh, eked out Tiger King. Wow. It's the most watched show for the first time uh, during this quarantine. So I think a lot of people had heard. Oh, you know, we're all asking each other, what are you watching? What are you watching? What are you watching? And uh, Ozark kept popping up, and it helped that their newest season, uh, season three, came out during the quarantine as well. So I think a lot of people are like, let's go see if we can catch up. Real Good is an app I have on my phone. It's the same people. If you want to know where to stream something, you type it in. Oh, is that right? Any movie from any time, like it could be something from 1982. You type it in, it tells you where you can find it. Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime. You're kidding. Or rent it. Yeah, it's very helpful for our business and it's wow. what's it called again it's called real good r-e-e-l oh okay and it has a green logo okay i'm gonna download it's that. free it's free very helpful okay bonus awesome tip. i know right Oops. it's not even uh 10 45 no, that's a bonus no, that's the, that cup, the cup runneth over <laughs> totes <laughs> uh steve are you gonna go back and watch ozark i would like to I, the, the fact that you're scared away from it doesn't Help my cause. Well, let me tell you this. So I went back and binged Breaking Bad. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't think it was as good as people are saying it was. Hey, you're talking to a guy who tapped out after two seasons just because, kind of to your point, we were ending every night with, oh, let's put on an episode of Breaking Bad. Right. And then after the second season, and so, you know, you get a little bit of some element of closure at the end of any season, we had just determined, you know, we need to just take a break from this because each night we're going to bed feeling kind of low about right. humanity. And then drug- we just, we never started it up. We didn't mean to ab- yeah. abandon it, but we never went back. I mean, I think it was good, but I was like, I don't know that I really needed to do that because drug cartel stuff is so dark and so scary and it gets into your head and then you start dreaming about it and it's just it's a lot it's like all consuming i just can't like, I gotta deliver the package you gotta deliver the yes! package it's like, oh God, no wait i'll have the money by four you know it's just a lot so why am i even at a western union <laughs> yeah so there's that anyway uh that's your tv talk for right now when we come back if you see something we want you to say something uh-huh. I saw, saw something, something. I saw something really, <laughs> really weird. I heard something really weird from North Korea. Mm. You will never guess what song is played every morning in North Korea. I didn't know what it was. I listened to it. I can't it wait is to so, you to tell us. It is so North Korea. I'll just say that. We'll all listen uh, together in If You See Something, Say Something after the break on the Donna and Steve show on my talk. Hey, you guys, don't forget listener rewards. We've got some new uh, prizes in May, like a chance to win gift cards to Bachman's and Lunds and Byerly's. We got Best Buy, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, you can get the app. You can stream online. Either place will get you registered. See more prizes and listener rewards 
on our app or at mytalk1071.com. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. What'd you, you know, see? I saw something from North Korea. I hate to, I hate to be a downer, but it feels like a pretty crappy place to grow up. Right. I don't want to yeah. speak out of turn, nor do I want to isolate our North Korean audience. There was a there was a, a a journalist who was there years ago, like 10, 15 years ago, and heard something play that he then found out other foreign visitors who are generally few and far between had heard play and were sort of confused by i'll explain what the song actually is but when i heard this i thought well goodness gracious of all places on earth for you to tell me that this is a song that plays every morning at 6 a.m in north korea it just feels like it makes all too much too much sense imagine waking to this every day for the rest of your life Well, that question can be answered a couple different ways. <laughs> First of all, it's a very scary song. It scares it, me. I'm scared. It feels like you're in a sci-fi dystopian yep. movie. I'm scared, too. Every morning. Honey, wake up. The song is playing again. The chimes are on. It's mm-hmm. one of the, the former dictators of North Korea, Kim Tu-sung, uh, realized that music was the glue that held the revolution together in North Korea. So as a child, he was an organist in his father's church, and he keenly observed the power that music had mm. to motivate and inspire. Few mm. things in the world more powerful than music, right? Yeah. So more organs, I think, of haunted houses, <laughs> you know. This, mm. it's technically a song that, so this guy who was there, and there was this, uh, this article about it on nknews.org. This guy finally pieced it together when years later he saw something on television that was like, oh, that's the song that I heard. It's this, The song is called Where Are You, Dear General, a piece allegedly written by Kim Jong II for the North Korean opera, which was entitled A True Daughter of the Party. But he thought that this would be a way to sort of a rallying cry to oh. to follow oh, the way okay. of North oh Korea. It sounds gosh. like you're getting hypnotized oh. and something awful's about to happen. <sighs> Have you guys been to the um, James- North Korea? Yes, <laughs> and it's really lovely, <laughs> surprisingly lovely. No, the uh, James J. Hill House. On oh, Summit Avenue? No, but I've always no. wanted to go. Oh, you should go. It's really cool. Um, but they've got this pipe organ. Uh-huh. Mm. This huge pipe organ that this Boston organ maker created. Okay. When they when the Hill family first moved into the, the mansion in 1891. And it's just, it's really neat. But when I hear or an organ, it brings me back to that. Because I think they let you play it, too. They do. It's really? kind of cool. Yeah. I've been there a few times. Boy, that seems like something that they would definitely have a velvet rope around. Mm-hmm. Right? 
But see, let me just say, on it. I just had chicken fingers. Now I'm <laughs> right, your totally. Organ. Oh boy, that's and now don't, the entertainer. No, don't don't <laughs> oh, touch no. the organ. Okay. <laughs> I just want to speak up for all uh, organists out there. I don't. The, when I think of the organ, I think back to you know I grew up in an Episcopal church where the organ was the instrument, and it was mm-hmm. just you know. So I had happy memories of the organ. To to think though that the organ is capable of this sort of sinister sound that they're playing in North Korea. Ooh. That's a bit of a that's a bit of a bummer cuz I'm thinking of the Judys and the Carols who play the organ <laughs> sure, here in right. Minnesota right, right. out there doing Sure, the that people one. at the um the Saints games. Yes. Right? Yes. Who knew that the organ was that popular? And is it a lot more difficult to learn the organ than the piano? I don't think so. I think I, it's pretty much are, the same. Aren't there multiple rows of keys, like mm-hmm. levels? There are. There's it's kind of like, right? A lot of pedals. And then, you know, if you take that a step further and you go to the uh, accordion, mm. you know, I think they're all related. Where is the keytar in all of this? Right? Mm. <laughs> anyway. Uh, in other see something, say something news... Um, remember we had that, that former employee of Disney. Yeah. Uh, the, yes. the part, one of the parks, Disneyland, I believe. Spouting off on TikTok. Yes. And giving her ratings on celebrities that she encountered over her time working right. there. Yeah. Apparently there was a, a, wasn't there a Disney kid that none of us really knew who it was? Yeah. Um, so it's from the show. Good luck, Charlie. His name is Bradley Stephen Perry. Um, so this Disney a former cast member said that he was a this the cast came there and um, he was a little a-hole. Oh boy. I did not like him at all. I didn't like this lady and then this kid. So his name once again, Bradley Stephen uh, Barry. Jingleheimer Schmidt. Uh, yeah, okay. exactly. Um, and so he um, he got wind of this, this kid who is not a kid anymore. I want to be clear about that. He clearly looks like he's at least 18. Um, and it didn't really help his cause the way he responded to this. Um, all he did was he played the sound clip of the girl slamming him and um, and held his phone up and did this on Instagram I'll just play you just his reaction. It's okay. not a lot, but you might be able to hear his snide attitude. Got to dump that. Sorry about that. Um, anyway, he just laughs and walks away from the camera. Uh, sorry, didn't realize that that had a cuss word in there. But he is smirking and laughing, and um, he just clearly does not care at all. And it's like, this is not helping your cause, dude. You think he's living living up to her critique? Absolutely. Oh my gosh, totally living up to the critique. He just looks like somebody who is privileged and does not oh, care. Really? Okay. It's really disappointing. Uh, his name is Bradley uh, Stephen Perry, and I'm like, well, you know what? You could have used this as an opportunity to say, you know what? I'm sorry oh, yeah. that Did you I felt that way about exactly. me. Exactly. I'm so sorry. If I was that way to you, I might have been stressed out as a kid actor. Sure. But no. Well, that would have been a thoughtful response. Mm-hmm. Right? Boy, Bradley, this Bradley S. Perry, um, we might not have known who he was. He has 2.3 million followers on Instagram. Wow. Really? Wow, what's he doing now? Uh, who knows? that he is a you-know-what. <laughs> Sorry for everybody who heard that on the stream since we can't take that out. But, um, yeah. Oof. It happens. Oh. oh, and look, he's got, aha, 
He's got a picture uh, with what appears to be maybe a girlfriend on his Instagram at Disneyland. Oh. So apparently he's still a big fan of uh, the old Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Oh, God. Oh, man, you guys. When we come back right here on the Donna and Steve show. Yeah. Did you hear that Quincy Jones has lost $6.9 million? Has to do with the Jacksons. I'll get to that momentarily. Um, Also, um, this really popular 80s hair band has a children's book coming some of you may be very excited about it we'll fill you in coming up next in the beat on my talk 1071 Kristen here reminding you not to do things what i mean is with same day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries you only have to do the things you want to do to not do the other things visit shipped.com that's s-h-i-p-t.com